What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 7 of Connected to Chris. I hope you all enjoy this episode. Longtime New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees is stepping down from football and retiring after a 20-year career in the NFL. This year, Drew Brees threw for 24 touchdowns and 6 interceptions. Unfortunately, losing to the Buccaneers in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Drew Brees, many would consider a top quarterback. I would also consider him a top quarterback in my book. So, hats off to him. Hope he enjoys retirement. And what a great career for Drew Brees. But here comes the question now. Who will be the Saints quarterback? Are they going to go with Taysom Hill? I doubt it. But, I don't know if I mentioned this already, I do like what they did with Jameis Winston um, because pretty much when they had Teddy Bridgewater as a backup when Drew Brees was hurt, they let him play, and then he played very well, and then that made him get a very good contract in free agency with another team. So, what... I would assume the Saints were thinking is that if you don't play Jameis Winston and play Taysom Hill over him, therefore Jameis Winston would not be able to show off that he's actually still kind of good, and Jameis Winston will not get a deal like Teddy Bridgewater did. So hats off to them if they do stick with Jameis Winston, but if not, here's the question, who will they get because there's not a lot of great free agent quarterbacks right now. We don't know about Deshaun Watson. I doubt he'd go to the Saints. But, yeah, hats off to Drew Brees. And that's the end of this segment. This next segment on this episode will be a long one because we will be breaking down the March Madness brackets of this year so sit back relax and enjoy first off we are going to be talking about the first four with in the west west region we have norfolk state facing off against appalachian state now in this i'll just be going over the matchups i'll only talk about a few of them because i don't want to make this segment 20 minutes long because it's hard to keep the attention of you guys, and I know that. So I'm just going to be basically going over the brackets for anybody that missed it and saying who's going to be playing. So first four schedule, um, it starts at 5 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday on True TV and TBS. We will have Norfolk State facing off against Appalachian State in the West region, Wichita State. Facing off against Drake, Mount St. Mary's facing off against Texas Southern, and Michigan State being in the first four instead of being in the actual tournament, facing off against UCLA. Now, next we are going to go over the South region, where we will have the Baylor Bears facing off against Hartford Hawks. Then we will have the winner of that game will face. Uh, either the UNC Tar Heels or the Wisconsin Badgers. Then for the 5-12 matchup, we'll have 
Villanova facing off against Winthrop, which I will admit I, I, I do think very high on Winthrop in that matchup. Then after that, we'll have Purdue facing off against North Texas. Texas Tech facing off against Utah State. Arkansas facing off against Colgate. Florida facing off against Virginia Tech. Ohio State facing off against Oral Roberts, which I have never heard of Oral Roberts, but congrats to them for making the tournament. Now we have the West region. We will have the number one seed, Gonzaga, undefeated. Can they be the first team to win as an undefeated team since the 70s? And they will be facing the winner of the Appalachian State Norfolk State game. And we have Oklahoma, the Sooners, facing off against Missouri. Then we have Creighton, facing off against UC Santa Barbara. Then we have Virginia, facing off against Ohio. Sorry. Then we have USC facing off against Wichita State or Drake, depending on who wins that first war game. Then we have Kansas facing off against Eastern Washington. That's going to be a pretty good matchup. I wouldn't be surprised if Eastern Washington is able to pull that off. Then we have Oregon facing off against VCU. Then we have Iowa facing off against Grand Canyon. Now, Iowa is a favorite in this tournament. And I feel like they could make it up to the Elite Eight. Maybe, maybe if they're lucky, make it to the Final Four. I don't think they're going to make it all the way, though. Now, next up, we have... In this next region, we'll be talking about... So, we have Illinois the number one seed who beat Ohio State in an overtime victory, facing off against Drexler. Then we have the 8-9 matchup, Loyal Chicago facing off against Georgia Tech. Then we have Tennessee, the Volunteers, facing off against the Pac-12 champions in Oregon State. Then we have the projected first-round pick in Cade Cunningham's Oklahoma State Cowboys facing off, off against Liberty College. Then we have San Diego State facing off against Syracuse, which is big for them making it. Then we have West Virginia facing off against Morehead State. I think West Virginia could be one of those teams who does shock some people and make it to the Elite Eight. I don't know about Final Four, but I do think they could possibly shock some people. Then we have Clemson, who's normally a football school, making it to the tournament as the seventh seed, and they will be facing Rutgers. Then we have Houston facing off against Cleveland State. Now, I think Houston will take that one pretty easily. And then for the final bracket, we will have Michigan facing off against the winner of the first four game, which that game will be, I believe, Mount St. Mary's versus Texas Southern. Then we have LSU, also normally a football team, facing off against St. Bonaventura. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Then we have Colorado. Facing off against Patrick Ewing's 
Georgetown. I think that's going to be a good matchup because Georgetown is a really good team, but Colorado making it to the Pac-12 championship is also a very good team. Then we have Florida, Florida State facing off against UNC Greensboro. I think Florida State takes that pretty easily. Then we have BYU facing off the winner of the first four matchup in Michigan State, not fully making it to the tournament yet, and UCLA. Then for the final three matchups, we have Texas facing off against Abilene Christian. So I think Texas is going to take that one pretty easily. Then we have UConn, Connecticut, which is where I'm from. So that's pretty cool to see them in the tournament. Facing off against Maryland Turpins. Then for the final matchup of the tournament in the bracket, we have Alabama facing off against the Iona Gales. Now, I think that could be a close game, even though it is a 2-15. And that is the breakdown of the March Madness bracket. Now, as I said at the beginning of this segment, this was just going over the bracket for anybody that missed it, anybody who needed more you know, details on it. And I hope you enjoy this segment. Thank you for watching this episode. I hope you all enjoyed.